Welcome to Blocks and Talks, the podcast that brings you everything you need to know about LEGO. From covering past, present, and future LEGO sets, to interviews with notable community members, our show covers it all. joined by some familiar faces joe and chubby how are you guys doing good how about you pretty solid how about you chubby oh i'm pretty well yep appreciate having you guys all here and of course today we're talking about those highly anticipated super hype leaks the ghost and the gunship for this summer or actually this fall basically since it comes out in september so let's just jump right into it first one is seven five three five seven ghost and phantom two so um, it comes with 1,394 pieces, five minifigures, which we'll dive into in a bit, will retail for around 160 US dollars with a September 1st release date. And before we really dive into it, like, what are the initial thoughts on this thing? Just like quick glance. Uh, oh. A quick glance. I would say the build looks identical to the old one. Kind of. Like, I don't see too much difference. Really? Hmm. I mean, when I first looked at it, I don't know. I thought it was like a major upgrade. Like, it looks like the proportions are a little different, especially when I compared it side by side. But like the sides have like that little greebling stuff that they like to put in the bigger sets these days. There's a lot more like texturing and different colored panels everywhere, which I think was different than the old one. And yeah. The engines, uh, the engines really stood out to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I definitely think think it's a big improvement over the last one. The last one had like a lot more muted colors, a lot more chunky. Um, like even that top bubble gun turret that wasn't fully enclosed, I believe, on the last one. This one it is, and it's got a lot of great angles without a lot of gaps. It looks like kind of reminds me of how like the side from last year had some really great tight angles um, in that ship. And I'm also glad this one comes with the Phantom because that wasn't originally removed for this set. Yeah, I think it was a bit of a surprise as most people, they said the ghost was rumored. The Phantom was like never mentioned and people were unsure. Mm-hmm. So to include it is always fantastic. Looks pretty good too. But yeah, like you said, I feel like they definitely carried over what they got right with the Scythe, the Inquisitor Scythe. Like... It has really nice like angles and slopes everywhere. So, and like you said, I'm not seeing a lot of gaps. So it looks like it has really like seamless connections here and there. I like the use of like different tiles and plates everywhere too. Because like you said, the original one is a little muted in color. Like the image Chubby just posted. Yeah, they, they've kind of reskinned it a bit basically. They've added a bit more detail and reskinned it. But like the overall build looks mostly the same. Yeah, I think fundamentally the shape is about there, which should be correct because, you know, it's the ghost. And, um, you know, I think the Phantom also looks really good. I I don't have the image directly on hand of the old one, but I think it, I mean, same thing. It has like the curves and everything there. Um, Lots of snot techniques. I'm seeing very few, if like any studs sticking out. Oh no, there's like very few. Yeah, it's mostly mm-hmm. completely tiled off. Like it looks really clean. I think the only thing someone I saw online say was that 
because this one's like a little downsized, um, you can't fit chopper on the top part like the old old Phantom 2 did. But I think overall, this one is might be just slightly downsized from the original. Just like by looking at it, eyeball. Yeah. I, um, yeah, it doesn't look like you can fit chopper in there. I do see some studs on the side, so it looks like maybe you could probably put just his head on there, but that might look a little off proportion-wise. Mm-hmm, yeah, and... Yeah, I mean, even look at the downside. It's a little hard to see because we only have the source images. But even the belly side, it looks like it's pretty tiled off for the most part. Um, there's actually nah. Now that I look at it, if you look at some like the images here, you can see like some random technic holes and stuff poking out. I'm sure some people mm-hmm. might be a bit unhappy about that, but that's like the underside. So typically, like oh, yeah. for these like playsets, they they leave it a bit exposed. And thank you for this source image, Chubby. Oh, uh, I think that's the Phantom One, if I'm wrong. Yeah, so it's a little different. Yeah, that's the seven five zero four eight. Ooh, yeah. Whoops. <laughs> but yeah, I, I like I said before, I really want to dive into the engines a bit more because when look at it, it really caught my eyes. It's like it really looked UCS esque with just like the variety of parts used there. I don't know what those parts are exactly. One looks like a big Technic tire, and there's like a bunch of other little things, and then a lot of really good greebling all around town. Like you got little pipes and droid arms, little hinge plates and everything just everywhere to really make it look raw mechanical. Like, really sticks out to me. Yeah, those engines, um, they're a new part that were introduced in Ninjago this year in this little $10 like Kai's car set. Um, they were originally meant for like little kids' cars, just because like they're easy, they're big, easy to put to put on a set. And I really like the usage here. Yeah, uh, and thank you, uh, Joe, for the image. And yeah, for sure, it looks like the new Phantom is downsized, which I'm going to assume also in turn the Ghost is also downsized from the new one. Oh, they look at eye glance quite similar. But yeah, the newer one looks a lot more simplistic, which is completely fine because I think it matches the scale. Mm-hmm. But the back of the old one, it looks like it's a lot thicker, probably to fit minifigures or something there. Well, this one's like, it doesn't look like you can fit anything in the back. It's completely sloped and tiled off and just like built mm-hmm. to be a shape, you know? Yeah, there's, you- a, there's a little small interior on it, though, which is quite nice. Yeah, yeah uh, I took a look at the dimensions. I believe the new one is actually a little longer than the old one, although I don't know how much of that is from the engine sticking out, if they stick out more. So I guess we'll have to wait till people get it on hand and do a side-by-side comparison. Yeah, that, I, this one definitely is a little bigger. All right. And I'm, I'm not entirely sure, but are the new like cockpit pieces, is that a new color? Like, is that a blackish blue i'm seeing or is it just the lighting here um so it is a new color introduced this year um we saw it in the pirate sub snub fighter they switched from that that brownish black transparent uh piece to just a plain trans black and so it kind of it kind of has like a bluish look in certain lighting but it's like a smoky black in real life yeah, I think yeah. it's a lot yeah. better, especially given like these fights are in space where space is technically really dark and all. I think 
it matches a lot better. Also fits the overall design a lot more. And I'm going to assume those are printed. Yeah, they look like they're printed cockpit pieces, which is always really, really nice. Ooh. But yeah, the... I do have one question. Mm-hmm. The old Ghost has the Phantom 1, the new Ghost has the Phantom 2. Yeah, I'm guessing it's because the old Ghost was modeled off of like earlier Rebel seasons when the yeah. Phantom 1 still existed, and since this one's based off of Ahsoka, mm-hmm. by then Phantom 2 is ah, the existing model. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Phantom 1 got destroyed during the Rebels show, and so this takes place later in time. It's nice that with this set as well, it's included, whereas with the old Ghost, it was an uh, additional set you had to buy, which happened to fit with the set. Because if you look at the back of the box art, it says this plus 75048 equals this. So for the last one, you had to buy two sets to make the whole thing. Yeah. And I think when people complain about this price, 160 being quite a bit, I'm sure if you did the math with old Ghost and Phantom, fix it a bit for inflation should be around a realm of similar numbers i guess the Mm -hmm. only glaring difference is minifigures which i think would you would give the old ghost and phantom just because they had what they also had kanan they had zeb and they if you get the phantom with it you get thrown Mm -hmm. yeah i i agree that the old one the old phantom 2 and original ghost definitely had a better slot for I was kind of disappointed with the two new side characters. The um, I think it's Officer Hawkins, and I don't remember the name of the other character. Let me look. Uh, Lieutenant Beta. Um, I kind of wish we had gotten Zeb and someone else, but maybe they have a bigger role in the show. I don't know yet. So. Yeah, well, while we're on the discussion, let's just jump right into the minifigures. So you get four, technically five if you count our little war criminal chopper. All brand new and exclusive. So like you said, we got um what was their name? Uh first officer Hawkins. Yeah, so first officer Hawkins, pretty standard minifigure. He just has like hair, headpiece, wearing um like this dark khaki uniform. Nothing too crazy about him. And then Lieutenant Beta is uh what are they called? What is Admiral Akbar's species called again? Do you remember? Kalamai? Or? Uh, I, it slipped in my mind. But whatever Admiral Akbar's species was, it's like one of those dudes in a blue Rebels pilot suit. Mm-hmm. Reminds me a lot of like Rogue One. Yeah. Uh, it's the Mon Calamari. Thanks, Josh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what it was. I just looked that up as well. And then you get G- General Harrison Dula, completely new minifigure. I think new head mold and everything. Looks absolutely fantastic. Uh, yeah, you got like the traditional orange pants with the brown like equipment tools on her uh, waist. You got the brown bomber jacket. Same kind of green headpiece. And then uh, her headpiece, like her hairpiece thingy is like, looks like it's dual molded. It's like you got the brown actual hat part and then the green twilight. Uh, ears or tails or whatever sticking out. Then you mm-hmm. get her kid, Jason Sindula. Uh, I think people said he looks very different than the Rebels depiction of him in terms of like overall looks. So interesting there. Like I think his hair color is different. His facial structure is a little different. He's just like a yeah. kid minifigure. Nothing too crazy. Yeah, he just looks like he just looks like 
a child version of Kanan, whereas like in the Rebel show, he kind of looks like an Oompa Loompa almost with green yeah, hair. He's, and... he's an Oompa <laughs> And of course, a little friend chopper is a completely new figure. Yeah. Even has the little, uh, little stud on his head, little rounded off stud. Very nice. So yeah, technically all these minifigures are exclusive, but I would say two of them, mainly Lieutenant Beta and First Officer Hawkins, are a little lackluster in that. They mm -hmm. seem very, they look like they're just named generic characters, if that makes sense. Like, they're just like ordinary looking yeah, people that, with a name. Yeah, that sounds about right for them. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we'll see though. But I think the build more than makes up for it because if we jump right into the interior, Unlike the Justifier, this thing actually has a pretty packed looking interior. Like, based on the box art, it looks like the cockpit, like the top pilot cockpit in the front bubble turret is all one piece that can like slide out. And then like the mm -hmm. top turret is like this like big chunk of piece, almost like the UCS Razor Crest where you can like completely like take off like a top roof. And once you take those off, you reveal like a pretty spacey interior. Like it looks like Hera has a full, full comfy, cushy piloting area. And then right underneath, you got like all sorts of storage units, computers and stuff. You can easily fit all the minifigures down there. Like it looks like with, with this like new shape, they were able to fit a lot more. Yeah, it's, it's got a lot more playability than the last one as well. Because if you look at the back of the box art on the last one, which I've posted in the group, you can only lift up little segments or like just slide out the little turret to put the character in and that's basically it yeah all mm -hmm. of them is definitely yeah. a lot more limited yeah and the last one had escape pods on the side uh and this time uh there aren't escape pods but it's just kind of built into the ship um yeah yeah the, time, looks, the look's still there but it's not it's not a usable feature this time which is a little mm -hmm. sad but they've added a new feature with the uh looks like the ramps are on both sides and if you see in the interior picture that kind of red window behind jason is the access from the ramp into the ship i don't think i'm not sure if a minifigure would be able to fit through that but at least some like parts would yeah i i noticed that too it looks really good like the the drop hanger door or what is it called the entry door uh, looks mm -hmm. like there's also landing gear, which is great. Makes just yeah. Really the, uh, the little feet on it, I could. I have a feeling that unless they've got a um, oh, what you call it, the little cross technic rod pin things, what they called. You know what I'm on about. Yeah. I have a feeling unless that foot has that in it, if you play with it, those feet are gonna fall off quite a lot. <laughs> Yeah, it's a little hard to tell from here, but on what, from what I'm seeing, it's like they're using the pieces that could fit technicals, technic pins inside. So I'm going to assume. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. But it might not, though, because then they've put a uh, two by two gray piece on the bottom. I don't know. Depends. We'll have to see on that one. The feet could either be really annoying or decent. Yeah, that, I think that'd be my verdict on it as well. And clocking at $160. You know, given Lego's modern pricing and standards, 160 is like the new, like every wave, there's like the premium set, like the big set that isn't mm -hmm. quite UCS, but it is the biggest of its wave. 
So this one is commanding that big price point and the position of the, in quotation marks, premium set. Do you guys think it is worth the 160? Um, I think so. I mean, you get two ships with it. Um, decent amount of figs. Um, some decent sized parts, so I can see why. It's yeah, it's only fourteen hundred pieces. Yeah, I, I would I would also say it's worth the price. I mean, considering the upscale detail from the last one to this one, the added playability, and also the fact you get the Phantom with it, the Phantom 2, the last one you had to get is separate. The fig selection's nice. It probably could have made it a little bit better, but it's a good figure selection. Yeah, totally agree. Like, everything about it looks upgraded. It's very, it looks a lot more polished and tiled off on the top. So, looks-wise, it looks great. Playability-wise, it, like you guys said, greatly enhanced interior. So, a lot more to do there. You got the Phantom 2 to add on. And yeah, I think for 160 in today's standards, especially when we compare it to the previous premium set, the Justifier, and the upcoming Yavin 4 base, which will all be mm -hmm. around the same price point, I think this one stands out as a clear winner. Although the minifigures, yeah. like we said, they are technically all unique. A couple of them are a little bland, but still, at the end of the day, they're unique figures, they're new. So yeah, I think you do get fair value. 160 is definitely doable, but I definitely can see this thing going down a little bit in the future, maybe 140, 130. At that point, yeah. that's like a no-brainer buy. Yeah, it, it hit the sales. Like, a lot of sets around this price point end up hitting a decent sale recently, so I have a feeling this will too. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And if you're, a, if you're a Rebels fan and you want a Ghost, it's a no-brainer to buy this because the price of the old one is ridiculous. It's actually tanking, funny enough. Like, I'm seeing a lot of people yeah, panic selling Yeah, yeah, it is, it is tanking now due to the new ghost coming out. It's, yeah. People wondered when this was first shown, would the figures keep the price up high or is it going to tank down? It's definitely going down, but it's still going to be a lot, I reckon. Yeah, it, I think it's only worth anything if you have the figures with it, primarily the Zeb. Without it, like, yeah. showing builds alone, I'm seeing mm -hmm. the price, like, drastically tank because they're panic selling because they realize it's technically, oh, yeah. wise uh, it's the uh, inferior uh, model. Yeah, the figure is the only thing holding the old value, valued one up. Mm -hmm. And if you have Black Hair Canaan, which was like oh, that's really a rare variant uh, in the original set, but I doubt many people have that. Yeah, it's always good to see like iconic ships become more accessible because having the mm -hmm. old ghost be locked around like a $500 gate wall is just absurd. Yeah, for sure. Gotta say, because not too long ago, the old one was around $900 if you wanted one. Yeah, I think now on Reddit, I saw like someone selling the ghost for like 200 now. So, yeah, they're like panicking. Yeah, I'm seeing the same, but no one's buying it, obviously, because they could just buy the new one with the Phantom for way less. For... Mm -hmm. I do feel bad for anyone that's bought the old one within the past couple of months, though, before this. <laughs> I don't feel that bad. Has It was. It was rumored to this thing was rumored to be in the books for a while now. So for you to do yeah. that, like you knowingly took the risk, and you know, Lego, this is always a debate for a lot of people. But I feel like Lego at its core is a toy, and Lego does not mm -hmm. care for what your investment is. They just want to make sure yeah. the fans are happy. So you shouldn't see it as an investment or like something to resell. It should be more as like you buy for your own enjoyment. Like if my rare figures suddenly drop down because they became common, like we'll use 
the UCS Boba Fett's versus the new one coming in that $15 mech. Like, you shouldn't be mad about that. Like, Lego does not care how much arbitrary value that thing has. They just want to make sure the fans are happy. And if it means 50 fans can get a, UC, a UCS-esque Boba Fett instead of one guy gatekeeping it at like $200, like, I'll take that any day of the week. Yeah, uh, I'm I'm glad Lego have decided to re-release the set because a lot of people wanted a ghost. Wouldn't have been able to afford one. Yeah, I guess also props to our friends over at Disney for making the ghost relevant to the Ahsoka show. Yep. Yeah, if that hadn't happened, we wouldn't be getting this. Nope. Mm -hmm. and, and then one last thing before I guess we move on to the gunship. We also saw a teaser for, I guess, about half of another Ahsoka set. Um, it's the one that's villain focused, um, about like $110. Uh, oh, it's in the box. You got to that see little fighter that we see right there. Yeah, that little fighter that kind of looks like a, a World War II ish kind of ship turned into a Star Wars ship. Uh, I think it's pretty cool. We also saw it in the recent trailer. Uh, looks pretty sleek. What are your guys' thoughts on it, just from what you can see? Yeah, it's a little hard, but like you said, it's very World War II esque. You got like the, the wings jutting on the side, the big fat nose in the middle. Um, on the sides, you got. These like little claw like things. And you got like the top the top facing machine gun look turret. Looks like a unique cockpit piece. It looks like this big bubble thing just from the art. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I like the nose though. Like like you said, it's very yeah. World War II esque. In your face, it's it's big. It's like a fat engine to carry this thing, which I'm gonna assume means like this thing's like supersonic or really good. So yeah. I'm excited to see more of it and the minifigures, of course. Yep, for sure. The minifigures are definitely going to be probably the most desirable thing from that. So. Yeah, just looking for the Ahsoka trailer, there's so many good figures you can make. Obviously, we have Thrawn. Mm -hmm. There's going to be Imperial figures, without a doubt. Um, a bunch of these like named regular characters, probably. We have those like orange lightsaber people. I think those are also mm -hmm. going to be there. And then those Inquisitors Ahsoka fights, for sure. Like, how Sabine, obviously. I think she's pretty much guaranteed to be in it. Ezra. Like it's gonna be exciting. Yeah. And then I guess one last thing. Also on the bottom left, we see in like the box art, we see a new Ahsoka figure with like new prints, even like really detailed arm printing, new headpiece and everything. And I just wanted to see Joe, like if you knew it's just like confirmed what basically is this gonna be the Ahsoka figure? Um, it should be. Um the only variance we've had really from like a minifigure on a box like that from the set was Vader had the red lenses um, in the box art, but it was just his regular helmet in the set. So this should be um, pretty much exactly what we get in the set. Um, looks like she's got a new mold for her head tails, which I'm really excited because I felt like the, sh the shock T ones that they kept reusing were they kind of working. too big for her yeah. live action experience or her live action appearance. Um, I know some people will be disappointed with just the regular uh, basic lightsabers, but I feel like um, the Ventress ones, which are the closest to like her live action ones, are still pretty, should be still pretty cheap to get if you want to upgrade it that way. I really like the printed arms too. Yeah, it looks really good. Like, you know, the old Ahsoka's so old Rebels Ahsoka was really expensive. So to finally get another Ahsoka from around that time period, 
massive upgrade too. Like you said, headpiece looks great. Hair, uh, head, headpiece, yeah. And then the head itself looks fine. Body, the torso looks really good. Like it looks like that, like shiny reflective silver is gonna be her like uniform. And then the arm prints is like her little sleeve thingy she wears. Looks really solid all around. So yeah, really excited to see what all those figures are. I think like it's gonna be packing a hard punch with the quality of them. Mm -hmm. And I guess one thing yeah. we don't know for sure is, well, we kind of have an idea of all the figures for the remaining Ahsoka sets. I think it was that villain fighter and the T6 shuttle, right? Were those the last two that we're waiting on? Yeah, so the T6 shuttle, that's about 70 or $80. We're not confirmed on price yet. That has Ahsoka, has Sabine, and Sabine has printed arms too, which is cool. Huang, um, which is that droid played by the David Tennant, uh, we see in the trailers and uh the new inquisitor I believe his name is like maroc or something um and that's all the figures in the shuttle then in the starfighter pack it's got that um villain ship we just talked about and then some sort of new republic ship it might be an x-wing um and then it's got a new republic astromech a new republic pilot it'll be similar to like what Lieutenant Beta looks like, except it's a human instead of a Mon Calamari. Mm -hmm. Then it's got um, three villains. It's got Morgan Elsbeth. She was in Mando season two. She was in the trailer. She's that. Oh, the lady with um, the original the lady spear. spear. Yeah, the spear lady. Um, and then it's got the two orange lightsaber characters. Uh, Balon, the, the older guy with the white hair, and Shin, the younger woman that fights Sabine in the trailer. Yeah, I think all all these uh, Ahsoka sets are very solid. Like, Lego definitely went hard on these, and they're banking on it being really Ooh. popular because all of them are really solid, like, core builds on top of, like, all of them have really good minifigures, too. Like, there's no... I don't think there's a single weak set in this Ahsoka thing, just based on the rumors. Yeah. All right, and next up is the highly anticipated Republic gunship after so many years. And surprisingly, no, actually, not surprisingly, very, very mixed reactions. I think it's going to be a very controversial set, a love it or hate it type. So I don't have the exact details on hand, but I'm sure Joe does. Joe, do you have like the numbers on it and everything? Yeah, this is set 75354. Um, it is 183 pieces and it should retail for $140 in the US and it releases September 1st. Just quick correction, I'm going to assume it's 1,083 pieces. That's 183 sounds like a good joke. Oh, yeah, sorry. I don't know why. It's yeah, no worries, no worries. But 1,083. Just in case anyone was getting concerned, it's not that controversial <laughs> now. It's not a four plus. <laughs> yeah. And of course, all the images, if you have seen them online, they have the confidential watermark. So obviously, we are not going to share it in any way. Not that we really do. And yeah, anyone that did upload it got nuked right away. Uh, I guess a quick shout out to Joe's little like elite discord that unfortunately got nukes because of it. Yep. Yeah. Uh, a lot of places have got nuked for that. There's a couple that I'm in that have now deleted their section for Lego leaks. <laughs> yeah. I mean, this one was such a big release. I think people were like willing to take the hit for it, but yeah, Lego definitely was not messing around. They said, you know, this thing has the watermark. It's not happening. <clears throat> yeah. I think Lego might be trying to wise up to all the leaks now. Yeah, but fortunately, I have it all off of memory because I took a long time staring at this thing, so I know what I want to talk about with this. 
Yeah, if you look at the group, I've got a different image, perhaps. All right, perfect. And yeah, let's just start with the minifigures. You got five minifigures. Once again, all exclusive. I really like the trend Lego's doing with these more premium sets having exclusive minifigures. We're not doing any of that like reuse stuff. Always great. Get two shock troopers with like the new helmet mods, so the little holes on top. Get a Commander Fox, which we'll dive in more later because he has a lot to talk about. You get Padme yeah. and Chancellor Palpatine. Palpatine's in like his red robes, like his, you know, Chancellor robes. And Padme is based on this really blurry image. I would assume it's close to that Clone Wars one you got in the Malevolence, except in proper like live action minifigure form. Yeah. All right. So let's just jump into Fox because he's a huge talking point for this set, huge selling point. And, you know, a lot of people lost their minds in the bad way when they saw this. I'm seeing endless debates online about this. People complaining, you know, the Crusader's ready to go over to Lego and burn it down already. And the main gripe people have is A, the camera. There's no camera. And B, he is inaccurate, apparently, in that his knee pads are not the right color and his chest is not the right color because only his actual breastplates are supposed to be the white color. But the under parts of it too are white, which people are not happy about because technically they're supposed to be red. And, you know, you got the super complaining people also saying his arms should have been dual molded and his visor should have been a darker black. So pretty much every part of his body was criticized. Lots of body shaming on Fox, which is unfortunate. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, that seems to be the trend with the Lego clones, doesn't it? Yeah, you can never please wrong. everyone with the clones. Yeah, they can make the most perfect figure and someone's still going to find a way to be angry about it. And I'm just going to yeah, It only seems to happen with clones. Yeah. And, you know, I'm just going to dissect all of the criticisms piece by piece because some of it I can see, some of it I'm like, come on. So first off, the knee pads. Some people say it should be red. Some people say it shouldn't. I think in the official figure it is... can't tell. Is it red? Um, I believe the knee pads are white. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah, some people are really angry about that, pointing to like several sources saying it should be red. But I've seen it in comics and stuff, and like it's not consistent across every source. It's slightly different. Some will have red, some will have white. So I will give Lego benefit of the doubt on the knee pads because it's not consistent. Every artist's rendition of it was different. Mm -hmm. Plus, isn't isn't the figures? What's Fox's main color for his legs on this Lego set? I can't remember. It's um, kind of it's a white base with oh, yeah, white red paper. printed on it. Ah, I see. I can I can see why they went with the white knee pads instead of the red though, because if you go with the red, and you've also got the red, uh, the other red coloring on there, it kind of you won't the knee pads won't stand out as much. Then I can see why they went with white. Yeah, they probably had like two versions of it looked side by side, and it was like, yeah, this one probably is better. I can't imagine they just stuck to one without testing it. Mm -hmm. And then part two, the camera issue. I think it's already been long established by Lego's recent trends with like 501st Officer, the 187th Commander. Uh, if there's any other ones I'm missing. Or, Echo was the first one. So. And Echo, yeah. Like it's been established. They're not putting cameras and I don't see any reason why they would suddenly change it here. Like. Mm -hmm. People just got to accept that is what Lego is sticking to for now. It could always change in the future, just like with the stud shooters and back to blasters. Always could. But for now, you just got to accept that that is it. 
And then those really weak arguments about like how the dream sets in. Uh, I think Scarlet Witch had the cameras. Yeah. Like, um, I don't know. I feel like it's just too nitpicky. Like, oh, she has it, but why can't we? Kind of thing. Like, it just seems so childish. Like, I don't think it's really that serious. Like, it would be a lie to say cameras uh, without a camera looks better. But at the same time, I don't think it's enough of a thing to like really explode over, you know? Yeah, agreed. I mean, especially with like, you can get like even like custom camels for minifigures for pretty cheap these days. Yeah, like and having seen people, a lot of people spent a lot more than I would ever spend on Fox to get it early. And I've kind of put their own comments on it and it looks fine. So I, I feel like if you want something super detailed like that, I say like there's a plenty there's plenty of customs available on the market. I feel like if you get too detailed, it makes many figures more expensive and you're gonna end up with a lot less figures in a set than you normally would. Kind of like what you see with the Mandalorian sets already, kind of like the spider tank, you get you only get Mando, Bo-Katan, and Grogu, which I kind of count as like half a figure, because those two, the main two, are already so detailed that they didn't include any others in a fifty dollars set. Yeah, and I'm curious if Lego would eventually speak up on it, maybe in like an interview if like another big YouTuber has a chance to talk about it. But I think my main speculation is that a, um, like you said, that thing because if you think about all the previous figures with cameras, it was pretty much what it was like that arc trooper, that elite one. It was Commander Rex, the mm -hmm. old one. Are there any other ones with the cloth cameras? Oh, the the old oh, twenty two twelve Airborne's. Yeah, uh, the one in the green Starfighter, and yeah. then the Battle Pack one. And all three of those figures are like premium esque. Like they they command a really high price on the market. So. I think it speaks a lot for what cameras probably do to them. And I'm sure Lego might have like an impact on the price. Like, I don't know, but mm -hmm. that's probably one thing. And then be like Lego Star Wars at its course, a very playable, very interactive thing. So, you know, they kind of have to be able to have the minifigures sit down and do whatever for kids. And, you know, the camera did get in the way. Like it is a little too large when you like have him sitting mm -hmm. down. So I'm going to assume those are like the two like, critical reasons why they stopped. I really yeah, and another. Yeah. Oh, go ahead. Oh no, I was just gonna say like I don't see them like cheaping out or like intentionally downgrading as a reason. That just doesn't make sense. Mm -hmm. I I agree, and I even think that that comma the way it is, it's kind of a complicated thing for people, especially kids, to put together. Like I even see adults who are hardcore Lego Star Wars collectors not put the cameras on right, whereas with the new like Scarlet Witch and the Dreams Girl one, it doesn't go around all the way. And it's a lot more simplistic piece to put on a minifigure that might be a lot harder for a kid to put on the minifigure and take off for when the kid wants to put it like in a ship or something. Yeah. Kids aren't as coordinated. So like that whole like four hole like folding technique might be a little difficult for them. And I think I think some people admit is that kids are going to play with this thing and cameras are cloth pieces. They're going to rip. And when they rip, yep. well, suddenly you have a more inaccurate figure because now he's nothing resembling a camo. So this is kind of like the safer alternative because rip or not, still that printed 
like, you know, came out thing there. Yeah, that's all I got to say about that. And then the chess piece, that is the only thing I'm willing to like reasonably accept. I'm I'm curious like why Lego missed it cuz if you look at the reference source like it's very clear that only his like breastplates are covered in uh the white color, not the underside. So, curious on that, maybe it's a molding thing. And then I'm not sure if it was just like the graininess of the image, but I think the way the red and white plastic like the way the molds printed onto each other, like it looked like it the white turned into like a rosy pink. I'm not sure if that, that's actually going to happen, but people weren't happy that in 2023, that's still a thing. But yeah, I think those two are kind of reasonable. Like I was hoping for it to be a little more accurate on that end, but I don't think it detracts it from the figure that much. Like it's still going to be a cool figure. Yep, I think so too. Yeah, it is a little disappointing. They got it a little off, but... I'm not gonna be looking at it super close. Like, um, it looks good enough for me. I think. Yeah, it's a minifigure, not an action figure. I'm not expecting mm -hmm. flawless accuracy. Arms, the dual mold thing is probably a ridiculous argument. I just glossed over that. And then the helmet visor thingy. If they didn't make Vaughn special, they're not making Foxes special. Like, I think end of mm -hmm. case there is fine. Well, now that the minifigures are out of the way, because I think the rest are about fine. No one really had a gripe with them outside of maybe the Shock Trooper helmet holes, but, you know, they're never going to be satisfied, those people. Yeah. The gunship itself. Um, I think the first thing people notice is that it's downsized. It's falling... I have... The thing you say about downsizing, I don't think it is actually downsized that much. I can't tell in but terms just of, of like in terms of its it. length anyway. Because if you look at the uh, cockpit on it, the two cockpits, and you compare that to the 2013 image I've posted in chat, mm -hmm. the front end, the front end looks identical sideways, uh, size wise. Yeah, I think that part's correct. But if you look right past it, like you see oh. the part in between where the missile launcher would be and the back cockpit, like that slope neck part um there's a lot less space on the new one because if you look at the old one there's like considerably more like slope just like empty slope space yeah it's yeah. past that where they've changed it design wise because yeah after the cockpit and then between the two uh two long rod thingies whatever they're called my brain can't think <laughs> they've they've i think they've sloped it up at a sharper angle because they're using the four brick long studs, uh, slopes, by the looks of it, the steeper ones. Mm -hmm. I don't know, it's, it's hard to tell, but to me, it looks it definitely goes up steeper. I think it's, if you compare it once it's out, it's going to be a different design. Yeah, I think it'll be like the ATT. It'll be a, it oh. will be size difference, but I don't think anything that's like major, it, but it will be like it's there. Yeah, I think lengthwise it's roughly the same, but it's just it's just that bit at the top where the wings. I think they've just raised it up a bit more. It's a bit sharper. Mm -hmm. And this gunship is unique in that, unlike all the other ones that were like the standard gunship, this one's the Coruscant one. It is a really dark Republic red and white palette. There's like that's like its main palette, red and white. There's pretty Ooh. much no other color on it, save like a few yeah, gray pieces. Red, white, gray. 
So Star Wars in a nutshell. But yeah, it looks, <laughs> looks solid. I think someone did say the red shit might not be correct, but I'm going to assume it's just the lighting. Regardless, it still looks really good, regardless of the red shade. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, it looks great. Um, Has all the fundamental features of a gunship, except the one main thing, which a lot of people are going to notice. The side bubble turrets don't exist on the hangar doors, which I think is correct. But also on the wings, there's no bubble turrets, which is the first. Instead, you get these like brick-built stud shooters. Very, very I have different. gripes with that. I have gripes with that. I'm not happy about that. <laughs> Yeah, I think I was a little surprised at that by that at first. So they've completely gotten rid of the bubble turrets and substituted them with these interesting stud shooter builds. So I think that yeah. caught a lot of people off. As long as there's a back door on it that opens still, I will be happy. <laughs> if they've got rid of that as well, then I'm not going to be happy. Because that was a nice feature to have on the 2013 gunship. Mm -hmm. So... Well, why don't we just start with the bubble turrets? Like, what do you guys think overall? Like, I know Chubby is not the happiest, but you want to mm -hmm. like, elaborate more? It, it is a little disappointing. Um, I did take a look at this version of the gunship in canon, and they are gray bubble turrets. Like, it's kind of hard to see through, and they are smaller than kind of what you see on a normal gunship. So I guess Lego kind of took a little bit of liberty with that to add a play feature there. But as long as it's, yeah, it does look not the cleanest to look at um, just from the images we see here. But I'm sure it's easy to mod to make it more screen accurate. Yeah, I, I, I like the little stud shooter blocks on either side. The design is nice, but just why? Just just leave it as bubble turrets. It worked. Just do it. But I guess the one plus side of it being like this the underside of the wing is smooth, whereas on the 2013 one, you add some bricks on the side so they could actually sit in it. But now you've actually got a smooth wing on the bottom. And I wonder if that's the reason why they decided to change it up a bit. Maybe test was, the accuracy of that. Yeah, it's, it's a bit of a mix. You've lost your bubble turret, but the wing is smooth how it should be. So it's like, it depends on where you take it, I suppose. Yeah. I mean, I, I like the idea of having a smooth wing on the underside, but I'm still upset about the bubble turret. Yeah, I think... This is going to be something where it's a love or hate. And overall, this set is going to be love or hate. Really depends how you see it. But yeah, disappointing, but I don't think it hurts the model overall. It's just a matter of perspective. And it, I'm, tr I'm trying to figure out if the wings are smaller or not. Yeah, I think they are. I took a glance and something yeah, I did notice. they're a little shorter. I noted to Joe too, is like, I think another reason why they got rid of the bubble itself is because since the scale of the wing is smaller, adding like the same bubble scale would like make it look really out of proportion. You know what, yeah. If you put a bubble on that, a bubble would be exactly the size of the wing, I think. Yeah, I think it'd be too big. There might be like a one step different. And also, that because they're shorter lengthwise, that also means width-wise. They're not as wide as well. Mm -hmm. they, they've definitely thinned out the wings a bit. So it's going to be interesting to see which gunship is now more accurate screen-wise. This or the old one. Yeah. And these images are quite limited, so play features aren't mm -hmm. fully fleshed out. But it looks like, unlike the previous ones where they had like the missile launchers up top, it's a little hard to see, but it looks like instead they've opted for... It looks like there's a handle on top, like, you know, to yeah. pick up big ships. So a lot easier to swoosh on top of it. And I'm not sure if it's true, but I did hear it. Up top, there is like some sort of missile launcher or stud shooter of some sort. 
Not sure if that's true. Yeah, because on the image of the box art here, I'm looking in the chat, you can't, I can't see anything up top. I can only see the stud shooters on the wings. Yeah, then again, the engines are covering it, so it's hard to see till we get proper images. Yeah, but normally on the box art, they like to show off the stuff firing. So yes. I have a feeling if there was one, I would have thought it would be on there. Mm -hmm. Fair enough. So yeah, looks like they sacrificed the missiles for a handle, which is fine. I think it makes it a lot easier to carry around. More swooshability, I think, is what they call it these days. Mm -hmm. If it is a handle, I would be happy, because the missiles on the old 2013 gunship, they were cool, they were nice to have, but they looked a bit ugly there. They didn't. Yeah, you have they like did a look huge ugly. Like, technic rod with like all the loaded missiles just jutting out. Yeah, yeah. Design wise, it didn't look nice. It was great for playing with, but if you're just gonna look at it on a shelf, it was a bit annoying. Yeah. And then the last part, obviously, is like the body part. So the front with the two turrets, the anglings there looks fine. Right behind it is like the side doors. It has a big Republic logo. I wonder if that's Ooh. a sticker or not. If it's not a sticker, I can see that part definitely being very, very valuable. I, I think it's a sticker. Do you know why? How come? If you look at the leak of just the ship on its own, around the sticker, across the bottom, you can, my eyes can just about see it. It's like a different shade of red by like a tiny bit. Okay. So, as if oh, that's yeah, one, if, yeah, as if that's one big square sticker. Good eye, yeah. All right, so and probably stick. Regardless, it'll still be good sticker. Yeah, judging the price point or whatnot, I have a feeling they're going to might have stickered this one, unfortunately. And we don't know if these doors open up to reveal like an ammo bay or anything. So for now, it's just a mm -hmm. brick built one. Uh, no. Yeah. We know the doors open up. Oh, no, no, about not like the backside, we... but we're not sure if that one with like the Republic logo, we're not sure if that thing like folds yeah. up. Um, yeah, so, judging, so far judging we... by, sorry, um, you can see a gap around the front doors. I can see a slight gap around it, so I was hazard they open up because they don't quite look flush. If you look at the front of the ship, there's a bit of a gap oh. next to the left side of the Republic logo. I right. bet you they open up. Yeah, you have a good eye to the chubby. I can see it now. Yeah, so I'm gonna assume there's something in there. Some more play features. Yeah, I reckon storage. I yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, just probably, for like a little crate. Yeah, it probably won't open traditionally like the back doors do, but yeah, you you guys are probably right. It probably like swings out some way to access something. Yeah, and of course the doors open up on the sides. I think these are probably my favorite doors of all time right now because they've integrated like the white stripe diagonal stripes on the doors as well. Don't know if they're stickers or brick Ooh. built. I'm gonna see. It looks. Built. It looks brick. Brick built to me with like those those triangular tile pieces that are kind of newish. I think the doors are going to be a big compliment. They look fantastic, and um, they're not double jointed in that like only part of the door opens. The whole door will swing back and forth. So if that's a little accuracy you care about, uh, unfortunately, it's a whole door swinging, which I'm fine with. Inside, it looks like there's nice spacey room for troops. We don't know about the back though. There might in like traditional. Gunships, there were speeder bikes and stuff. I'm going to guess there is none, but there might be something in the back. Maybe like a back turret storage rack or something, but yeah. I'm going to guess the back opens. Only because of that bottom image. I don't know if it's my eyes playing tricks, but if you follow the bottom of the ship along to the back, there's like a little gray bit with a white dot. That looks like a hinge. Oh, I see it. Yeah. Oh, you're right. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, I think it's either the door hinge or the back hinge, one of the two. All right. Yeah, because I, I know the side door hinge, that, that, that looks like the same design as the 2013 one. It's hinged off that Technic rod just to the top right-hand side of the open door. So it's just that one Technic rod that swings it open and back. So yeah, this thing definitely has potential to pack a lot more than what the initial images show. But only time will tell, because this thing also has a September 1st release, so not too long. Uh, one other thing, are the pods at the top accurate? Oh, the engine-looking things? Yeah, because on the old one, you got a massive, long, thin bit going out quite a long way, and on this one, you've just got a tiny little stubby bit at the end. That, oh, I'm not sure, because it is a slight different variation. Um, well, let me see. Is it be nice to know if that is accurate to this version of it, or is that an error to a degree? Yeah, I guess we'll wait for Joe to find out. And I think Joe said this thing commands a $140 price point. So this yeah. thing is like... Whereas the Ghost is like the premium set, this is the Wingman, the second most expensive one. I have things to say about the price. I will say that now. Mm -hmm. And I guess while Joe's looking, why don't we just think about it? $140, is this worth it or not? I would say no. And I'm a major gun chip fan. But I would say no on this. Because I know inflation at all, but if you look at the 2013 gun chip... For me in England, that was £109.99p, so £110. This one, based off the price leaks, is going to be £120 to £125. And the old one, you had seven figures. Two were droids, yeah, but you had seven figures. This one, you got five. The old one, you had gun pods. Four of them. You had the two bubbles on the wings and the bubbles on the side. And you also had a speeder bike in the back. And I think the old one, you had a bit more space. So it'd be interesting to see if the price reflects correctly to this or not, because we don't know a piece count for this yet, do we? No, we do. I think Joe said it's 1,083. Yep. Ooh. So it's also got less pieces than the old one. The old one had 1,175. And I know when not many people cared about it, but the old one, you also had a free poster inside, which was actually kind of cool. Yeah, you get a little more. Yeah, I see what you mean. <laughs> so this being oh. 10 to 15 pound more, less figures, less pieces, no nice printed window pieces. I, I don't know. And it looks like Joe just posted the source material. I think the engine looks about right. Yeah, mm -hmm. I would say that looks accurate. Okay, so we'll give but it that. You can see the gun pods on the side. Now I feel sad. But I guess, like we said, it'd have to jut out on the bottom, and then also the wing scale would be affected. Well, I think they should do. I don't know why they haven't done it. They should put a gun pod on the top, and then just put a gun pod on the bottom, but make it like a plain gray rather than a window piece. Something like that. You get what I mean? Yeah, I know. What you mean. Mm -hmm. I'm guessing pricing and all that stuff probably has an impact on it. Yeah, but that would be like the perfect thing to do. Because mm -hmm. there's pieces like that do exist. Lego have done pieces like that before. 
Yeah, I mean, at 140, especially when you compare it to the ATTE at 130, what you get for that, I think this one's a tad bit overpriced. Like, to be fair, all the minifigures are exclusive. Might be the only time you get any of them in this set. But also with the uh, ATT, you get a lot more figures, a lot of cool figures. So mm -hmm. the, the ATT, uh, the Cody is also exclusive, exclusive is mm -hmm. he not? Yep. So. yep. And I don't know about you guys in America, but in the UK, the ATT is £120 new. And it's on a permanent price drop at the minute to £94. I wish it was like that. Yeah, I don't here. think we have it here. No. Yeah, and then yeah. it goes it goes on sale from ninety four pound, and people have been picking it up for seventy four pound. Wow! Yes. I may need to make a trip to the UK. Yeah, that, that's a, that's <laughs> and, more and than that, reasonable for price. And that's a regular thing here. It's it's like it's so easy to get it at ninety four pound here. So so easy. Yeah, so I yeah, guess so it depends here, where you're from. Here in the US. It retails for 140, and we don't include sales tax um, in our prices. Um, I haven't seen it go on sale here domestically, um, but on eBay, uh, you can get it for 120, new and sealed, decently often. Yeah, so I think this one is one of those sets. Once it goes on sale, 120 or less, I think, mm -hmm. then I can justify it. Overall, it's not a bad yeah. set. Like fundamentally, it's a gunship. Little details here and there might be off, depending on how you see it. But I think, yeah, I would give this thing like a seven point five or eight out of ten. It does the job. I think it, it mm -hmm. lives up to the gunship hype. Something I would highly consider to get. Yeah, around the same for me. Um, at the hundred forty price, I kind of wish they would have thrown in another regular course out corner or two, but. It gets the fundamentals right uh, with some room for improvement. Yeah, because I think at the same time, it was given unfair expectations before we even knew what it would look like. People are placing this as like the next Lego God or something coming in. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think this set has gone forward in some places design-wise, but then gone back a little bit as well. The wings are a nicer design because I know the 2013 one, it was, you had like a singular front, uh, one thick stud piece going along the front and then it doubled up to uh, two studs thick. But this one just seems to be consistently two plates thick all the way along. Yeah. And I forgot to ask you guys earlier about the ghost. What is your rating out of 10 for that one? Oh. I'd say probably like a 9 out of 10 for that. It's probably one of my favorite Star Wars sets of the year so far. Great design. It's just a little pricey. And uh, just has two figures, well new and exclusive. I don't super care for yet. Yeah, for me, as someone who's not, I haven't seen Rebels. I'm not a fan of the Ghost myself, but compared to the old one, the design, the figures... A nice player Billy on it. I would also say a nine out of ten. It's a solid set. It's a great buy for someone that wants a nice Star Wars playset. Yeah, for me, I'm giving it a nine point five because it checks off almost all my like goods. Like, it's almost UCS esque in its detail. Huge upgrade. Lots of playability. Unique figures. You get the Phantom. Only thing I'm giving the zero point five off is price. Only by actually no, I can't even knock it because 
it's consistent with the other premium sets of its waves. Uh, only thing I'm knocking is like the figure. This exclusive part is with the asterisk because some of them are a little eh. But yeah, really yeah. good set. Overall, if you want to knock something, just knock inflation in general. That's the reason. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, very solid wave. Really excited to see how these sets fully come out once like the proper releases are due in the upcoming sets. Appreciate all of you guys' time again. And yeah, is there any socials you guys want to share while, before we head out? Um, you guys know, I'm from the Lego Week Reddit. Um, we have a new Discord now. Um, if you check the feed, called Brick Tap. So go check that out. Um, other than that, thanks for having me on the pod this week. Yeah, of course. How about you, Chubby? Anything to share? All I'm going to say is, Venna to when? I want it now. I've been waiting. It's time. So yeah, thanks guys for listening. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Blocks and Talks and our YouTube Blocks and Talks. And yeah, don't forget to leave a nice rating and a share. Hope you guys enjoyed and take care.